Hello, and welcome to the Ontic Protective Intelligence Podcast. I'm Fred Burton, the Executive Director of the Ontic Center for Protective Intelligence. During my years as a counterterrorism agent with the U.S. State Department and time spent as a physical security expert in the private sector, I've seen it all and met many fascinating people along the way. This podcast series explores the riveting world of protective intelligence through conversations with leaders in the security field. I'm Fred Burton, and now on to the podcast. Hi, I'm Fred Burton, and I'm here today with Danita Grow. Danita is the founder and CEO of Athena Worldwide, Athena Academy, and Nanny Guards. Since February 2020, she also serves as a managing partner for La Marchelle, a risk management company based in Seattle, Washington. Danita is an experienced and well-trained executive protection specialist, security consultant, and instructor with 19 active years in the private sector. She has been operating in different countries and cultures and has managed security teams of all sizes. Danita uses her personal experience as an executive protection operative and security consultant to help others learn what it takes to master the ins and outs of the security industry and empower women in the security sector. As a security professional, her philosophy is to deliver security and peace of mind to clients anywhere in the world while also protecting their confidentiality. Danita, welcome to the Ontic Protective Intelligence Podcast. Hello to all of you, and thank you for the invitation. We are so excited about having you on our show. Tell me how you got into this line of work. Well, I believe that I was that child that had a call from the early age to protect others. And I, I was Albanian, but I was raised in Greece, so I didn't have the Greek citizenship to join the military or law enforcement. Uh, so my other next option was to join the private industry. And uh, being an executive protection agent was, uh, was my next solution and to, to my call. That's awesome. You know, when I first got in this business, uh, Danita, you could count on probably both hands the number of females that were actually doing executive protection work. So I'd love to know from your perspective the challenges for females in this industry and how have those needs changed? Well, we have, we see that the last 10 years at least, uh, there is a huge need for females in the business because the clientele has changed. We have more females entrepreneurs, more females involved in business uh, who have made themselves uh, quite significant uh, a lifestyle and they need a female to, to, to be assigned to them. So we see the, the need for females. However, on the other hand, we see that it's very hard to find a qualified uh, woman in the business. Uh, one of the challenges that I have seen, and I, unfortunately I still see it even today, is that when there is a call for to put together an executive protection team, a male client will not consider hiring a female agent unless there is a very specific need for that female, unless there is a, a female in the family needing protection or a child. Also, we all know that when it comes down to executive protection, is proactive, not reactive. So we know that why I cannot bring a female in the team since she's going to offer the exact same services. So it's, it's harder for females to break into the industry. Very interesting. 
Uh, I'm very intrigued about your company, Nanny Guards. Tell me about it. Well, the majority of my work has been working with female protectees and children. And I saw that there is a need and a huge gap uh, between the, the nannies and the security team. Um, the nannies didn't understand quite, in, uh, quite enough of what our roles were. And somehow they were in between us, our, our legs, I should say, and causing troubles or causing uh, different incidents that will jeopardize the child's safety. Um, and I came up with this idea that, hey, how about we train the nannies? how to also offer protective services, how to understand security, how to understand how to have better situational awareness. So we created nanny guards and uh, because the majority of people, they believe that all the millionaires or billionaires have a security team. Well, no, they are families who have millions and they do not have security teams with them because nobody knows who they are and nobody knows uh, what they have. They're not uh, in the media, but they have nannies. So we came up with this idea to create a hybrid service and training program that you take the nanny who is providing childcare services now will be able to also kind of provide uh, protective services to the child that she's assigned with. And for those families that also have a security team, we know that the nanny knows about uh, security uh, functions and, and security protocols. So the nanny can work along better uh, with the uh, the, the, the security teams, the executive protection teams, or the uh, residential teams. Yeah, that's uh, very much a uh, a niche that really needs to be served. And uh, Danita, does your services expand globally? Meaning, uh, are you in the uh, global protection business or focused on one specific geography? Uh, no, we are we are global. Uh, we have a global presence because of the nature of the services. We have a very specific uh, kind of niche that we're, we're offering: nanny guards and female bodyguards. I'm going to use the term bodyguard here because it's the public knows better. We we have been called and we have been offering services in different parts of the world. And looking at your business, what do you think are your biggest challenges? The biggest challenges is because we always work with. Uh, local vendors at some point. The, the, the challenge has always been to find the, the kind of the company and the agents, local agents that are, they're bringing the same standards or bringing the same uh, work ethics on the table. So they don't uh, kind of ruin your name and ruin what you have been trying to establish so many years. Yeah, that's a good point. Uh, I'd like to take us in a little bit of different direction based on your subject matter expertise as, as someone who has, uh, stood in a lot of hallways in my career and in stairwells and certainly stared at a lot of buildings at midnight, uh, which I'm sure you have as well. But what keeps you up at night while on a protection assignment? Meaning, what do you worry about uh, in the course of uh, going about your protective details? Well, uh, if you have a good team with you, then you can have a, a, a peace of mind knowing that everybody is where they're supposed to be and everybody is going to do the part of their job. But when you have to work with local teams, let's say I'm going to give an example, uh, India. Uh, when I have to work with local teams, uh, I always have to count on uh, on their presence. I always have to count on the intelligence they're bringing on. Uh, and I have been given some really bad intelligence in the past and I know how important it is. So 
the challenges is and what keeps me awake is what is going to happen tomorrow? Is the local driver, for example, going to be where he's supposed to be uh, or he's going to do something else again? Um, so it, it always comes down to the people that you surround yourself. And sometimes you have to work and to find a way working with people that you wouldn't have chosen them to be there, but the client has chosen them to be there or someone else has chosen them to be there. So, and this comes down to the team as a whole and not, not just me individually. We'll get back to the conversation in just a moment. But first, I wanted to tell you a little about Antec's Center for Protective Intelligence. In the world of protective intelligence, we know that gathering and sharing information is crucial. This is why we created the Antec Center for Protective Intelligence. We're regularly sharing strategies and best practices, insights learned from current and historical trends, as well as lessons learned from physical security experts like you. To find blogs, podcasts, webinars, white papers, and more, check out the center by visiting ontic.co slash center. That's ontic.co slash center. In looking at this business, what has been one of the toughest lessons that you've learned over the course of uh, your experiences? Well, I started my company at the age of 20. I had no background in doing businesses. I had no experience in security industry. I had only a vision and a passion. And that was my mistake for starting this company at a very early age when I wasn't ready for it, because I had to hire other people to provide training for my students, to help me with the company. And sometimes uh, I hired people that I shouldn't have hired. And in our industry is, they say, death by association. Uh, when you work with somebody who, let's say, create a bad reputation later on in the industry, it's really hard to shook it off from your, from your shoulder. So it was a good lesson for me that it doesn't matter how much you want something, you also must have a plan to achieve it and also the timing. Yeah, that's very sound uh, advice. I know word of mouth in this business too is so important and that certainly can lead to other business if you do a good job. Have have you found that to also be the case in, in your operations? Well, I will bring back nanny guards and I will say that the majority of the clientele that we have been receiving was from colleagues who have been who are working or have been working with specific clients who had children and nannies and they suggested them to hire us to train their nannies so i see that creating let's say a different service that is needed uh and having created a good name um you 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 see that that you don't get clients only you get also clients by referrals also by your your own colleagues and in your training of your nanny guards, could you explain a little bit about how you go about doing that? Does it include driving or uh, executive protection advance kind of work? Or talk me through a little bit of that training, which is fascinating to me. Well, we have the general training and then we have trainings that are uh, designed according to the client's needs. So if a client will 
for example, want the nanny to, to drive because there is no driver, then we will add uh, that part of the training with her. Um, but generally, uh, our basic nanny guard training is teaching them how to keep uh, how to keep children safe at home, how to keep them, you know, the children safe outdoors or where they're traveling, uh, who may be a threat to the child, what kind of attacks somebody may use uh, against the child. The majority of people think that it's going to be a kidnapping. Well, it's not only kidnapping. And with, uh, with older ages and teenagers, you will see that there is um, uh, a lot of use of let's say teenagers texting, they send uh, specific pictures and or, or texts to other uh, individuals who then, then later on will be used to blackmail the family. Um, so we have to, to, to deal and work with that as well. Um, the nannies also with, will be taught how to have a better understanding and situational awareness, how to deal with media and paparazzis in case then the family is uh, has a publicity, um, how to recognize suspicious behaviors we teach them body language. Uh, we teach them um, what about uh, EP protocols and functions, um, how they can work along with other security teams, uh, protective intelligence, how to perform uh, threat and vulnerability assessments. Uh, you are basically taking a person who has no idea about security and giving them a good understanding of what an EP agent does. And if I was, for example a high net worth individual in, let's say, Beverly Hills or Austin, Texas or Seattle, could I call you and could you help find me a nanny guard? Yes, we can uh, either find you uh, a nanny guard from our graduate graduates database, or we can train the nannies that you currently may have. And because the child has established already a relationship with the nanny that you may have, you don't want to change the nanny. So you can call us and tell us we would like to invite you and help us train our nanny. Now, let's shift gears. Tell me a funny story as it involves uh, your protection detail. Do you have one that, uh, I mean, we all have them in this business, uh, how when something goes wrong or my goodness, I know I showed up in the wrong country once on an assignment. So um, we know how things happen in this business. Uh, what's one of your funny stories? Well, one of my funniest and at the same time scary, scariest moment was when I was in a foreign country. It was my second day on the country, first day of my duty. And I I was located in a building on, on the sixth floor and my team my, the team of locals was on uh, on the parking lot which was underground so i tried reaching out to my team and i couldn't reach out to my team so i tried the radios nothing whatsapp nothing uh finally i went downstairs and i see the full team including the drivers 16 people sleeping so the first thing that gets to you is we have been hit here that's that's my first thought that something happened. Somebody took out all of my team, and no, they were they were sleeping. It was something like a kind of a routine for them until that day. Well, uh, no comment about that. I'm not going to admit that I ever slept on uh, any kind of protective detail, but uh, that visual is just uh, hilarious. Is there anything else that you would like to say, Danita, that I haven't asked you? I would just say that uh, the industry, uh, I would just ask for our male colleagues and uh, ask them to be more open to the females in the industry and help them 
to to make their their break into the industry because it's it's still it's still hard for some of them and uh the the the, the bad part is that still today i got a phone call from a lady in the business who has an extremely great resume saying that i am in a team right now and the team leader told me flat out he doesn't want a woman in the business he doesn't want me here so that still happens today and uh we should be more open and allow the women in the industry to offer what they have to offer because they, they can bring things on the table as well. Yeah, very well said. And I'm, I'm sorry to hear that that kind of attitude still exists out there in this space. Uh, we still have a long way to go, don't we? Unfortunately, we do. But uh, I, hey, we'll be here and fight for it, right? Absolutely. Now, if someone wants to get a hold of you, Danita, what's the best way for them to reach you? They can reach out to our website. Uh, athenaworldwide.com, nannyguards.com. Um, they have all the contact information on the website. They can also see what kind of services we provide. And uh, if there are any questions, if there are women in the EP industry listening to us and they have any question about the industry or they need any guidance or help, please, ladies, feel free to reach out to me. I may not give you the answer that you're looking for, but I will do my best to, uh, to guide you. Well, we thank you for that, Danita, and we certainly thank you for being on the Ontic Protective Intelligence Podcast. Thank you for the invitation. It was my pleasure. This episode was brought to you by the Ontic Center for Protective Intelligence. Learn more at ontic.co slash center. Again, that's ontic.co slash center. It was produced by AJ McKeon. Our music is a track called Monte Verde Ride and was written by Brian Bristow and performed by Smokin' Novas. Check them out on Spotify. Please remember to rate and review our podcast on iTunes and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you have questions, we'd love to hear them. You can reach us at podcast at ontic.ai or visit ontic.co slash center for more information. I'm Fred Burton. Thanks for listening.